This is the Win-Win Situation Podcast. It is a podcast in podcast format for the summer. And we're actually recording this from the studios at uh, the uh, Media Center at Towson University. Is that a puppet, Nicholas? No, it's a vice grip. <laughs> uh, it's a giant roach clip. But anyway, the name of the game tonight is music. With the theme of birthday for my dad. Hey, that's some good rhythm. You should try uh, drumming. If I'm good at drumming, you probably got an ability for it too. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. John Wynn on the drums. As he approaches his, uh, what do you call that? The opposite of quiet. Or So there's a P for when it's quiet. Um, and then there's um, a it, crescendo. It's I don't know. And then a decrescendo. I, I don't read music, Nicholas. I just play it, damn it. Okay. That's fair enough. Yeah. So we're going to play pretty much, I think it was this exact song that I opened with for your birthday last year because we also did an episode last year on your birthday. That's right. It was my, that's right. Uh, we did uh, Monday, Monday, we recorded it on Monday. My no, nah, it was a Sunday. Uh, the day before my birthday. No, it was, it was, my it was birthday. on it was your on birthday Sunday. on your Sunday. Yeah. yeah, it was a win-win situation podcast. It was recorded at, at our home in our, in our basement. Uh, yeah, but we're making incremental steps toward well, more professionalism. Well, this is progress because you don't have to spend four hours to edit it and so on. You can just set it and forget it when it comes time to recording this thing. Yeah. So anyway, Nicholas, take it away. Okay, well, just like last year, I love excuses to play this song. This is Birthday by the Sugar Cubes. Just for you, Dad. Thank you, son.
was captured by pure desire. That's right. I fell into a ring of fire. Ow, ow, ow. I fell into a burning ring of fire. I fell down, down, down. And the flames lit up higher. And it burns, burns, burns. Oh, that ring of fire. Oh, that ring of fire. It's hot. Is a burden That's right, it's the same verse again. <laughs> a fiery it's one way of learning English. I was captured by pure desire. Pure desire. I fell into that burning ring of fire.
yeah, double dose of fire. Yeah. Fire, ring up fire. <laughs> Uh, the best hand is who you fire. It burns, burns, burns. That ring of fire. That ring of fire. Yeah. I fell in. Well, who was that covering ring of fire? Johnny Cash's ring of fire, mind you. I'm glad you asked. Was that social distortion? Yeah, that was social distortion. How did I know that? Oh, well, that's <laughs> I a, cheated. I'm sorry. That's. That's a good question. No, you cheated using your brain power. Mm, maybe. Yep. Maybe. That song was on the Sirius XM as I was driving around with Mr. Delinsky today. As mowing lawns. Mowing lawns. Mowing suburban lawns. And it went very well even as you were being rained upon. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. But it's all right. A day like today, it rains. We got lunch. When we were done lunch, it stopped raining. And then we cut more lawns. Yay. I was wearing boots, so my shoes didn't get all soaked through. No poison ivy or anything. Oh, you should have seen this one bush in the backyard. Uh, there uh. was so much poison ivy on it. That Did it you was... cut it? No. No, so I'm you, not cutting that. You tell the, uh, our backyard or Parkville? It was around Lock Raven area. Oh, man. Uh, yeah, it was like a house that was being sold and... Uh, in other words, or in the, for sale. Yeah, with the uh, foreclosure. No, I don't know what but, the but deal the lawn is. hasn't been kept up. No, the lawn's been kept up because the Delinsky's cut it. Oh, but that that one bush, like I don't think they do much uh, shrub cutting. No. So leaves of three, let them be, yeah, as they say. I, I mean, they were overhanging everywhere. I I didn't want to step anywhere near that. Bush. No, no, and before that. Well, you know, it was Ring of Fire uh, by uh, Frank Zappa from one of his last tours. This is a 1981 release, but it was recorded from, uh, I don't know if it was Barcelona or one of his last three shows here in the country. But I can't believe they got a... A reggae-style version of Ring of Fire, and there's a backstory to this. The uh, first of which... Frank invited Johnny Cash to do the song with him on stage. And unfortunately, Johnny and June got sick the day of the show and couldn't do it. Wow, but he would have done it? He would have done it. He was all set to do it, then he got fell ill. Oh, man. There's another backstory to this. In 1990, I think it was, or 91. Is it 91? Maybe it was later on. No, it was 1991. We stopped in San Francisco on our way to um, Hawaii for a a big client's sales meeting on Maui. Wow, a sales meeting in Maui? Yeah, it was something that was earned. I was invited by my boss. And um, so I, uh, inspired by this particular cut, this, this rendition of Zappa's Ring of Fire, uh, we spent a few days in San Francisco, and there's a place called uh, Lefty O'Doul's. Yeah, we, we had spent tons of money, other people's money, on, like, lavish dinners and stuff. We had dinners at, I think it was either Morton's or Laurie Steakhouse in San Francisco by the St. Francis Weston Hotel, and the bill was, like, $3,000 for eight of us. It was before I got married. It was before I, I even took Mom out for the first time. 
So the following night, we went to this place called Leftio Duels. It's a cafeteria-style corned beef, you know, emporium. And uh, was that place like a thousand dollars? No, it was like ten dollars for for a dish. But um, but uh, they had they had a piano bar. They had a hollowed out grand and a Casio or something where the keyboard's supposed to be. And I asked a gal playing the piano, I like to sing a song. Can we do a reggae version of Ring of Fire? And she said, sure. And we did it. We pulled it off. And then I became a celebrity among my friends in the candy universe, the Tootsie Roll universe in particular. And uh, it was my ticket up to Cape Cod, of all places, where my friend Tom had a party at his house every year with his brokers and friends. And uh, there was a guy up there who did sequencing and guitar work as well. And wouldn't you know, every time I went up to Cape Cod, I did my reggae version of Ring of Fire. Cool. Except for the last time I went up, which was in 2019. But anyway. Were you invited up to Cape Cod just because you could do the Ring of Fire cut? No, because I think they liked me. Oh, yeah. That's but, you know, being able to sing helped. Yeah. And we opened up with that birthday song from Bjork. Yeah, but not just Bjork. It was the sh- whole Sugar Cubes. Oh, it was Sugar Cubes. Yep. Uh, That's a shame. I think 87 or 88. I think it might have that on record. Yeah, that'd be cool if you did. It's a blue cover, right? Green. So maybe there's a di- there's probably a different Sugar Cubes album that's blue as well. Yeah, maybe. It could have been um, either that or you know different covers for one album where the collectors go out and buy one of each and say, "Oh my gosh, I have all those Sugar Cube. I have that one album, I have four copies of that one album with four different covers." It's just like the Beatles. Yeah, it's just like everything else. I mean, you know, I have a lot of stuff on vinyl and I replace it on CD, and now they're coming out with that stuff on vinyl again, and, and I'm saying, "No, I can't afford it anymore. Stop already." You know. CDs are gaining popularity again as I, well. I know that. I know so are cassettes. And yeah, I think people s- are... Somebody saying eight tracks as well, but that I have not seen, or I have not seen tangible evidence of that. Sorry. Cassettes are good. Cassettes, the odd thing about them is I think sometimes people who are selling cassettes, like I saw this noisy punk band and then i think they purposely distorted their cassettes so it was really like mixed super quietly and and like all all warped when i was playing it and i was like this is no fun i paid five bucks for this it was probably a bootleg probably but they were selling it themselves it was probably just a i don't know maybe either badly made or can they get like maybe they recorded it from a warped vinyl record onto you know maybe that was their master and they put it on cassette and they said ah, it's, it's, it's a collectible yeah i guess so but that was the um that's no fun though that was the home wrecker and the bedwetters though i'm sorry uh, it, that's the name of the group but it, it's all right like i still got the little tangible item and my other cassettes that i've gotten from smaller groups and local groups have been good. Okay, and I'm glad we have a cassette player at home that works. Now all we need to do is find a VCR doesn't, that doesn't cost 400 bucks. Hmm, a VCR, huh? Mm-hmm. Interesting. I'll ponder that as you play your next track. Yeah, Lou Reed, ladies and gentlemen. 
no more speed, I'm almost there. Gotta keep cool now, gotta take care. Last car to pass, here I go. Line of cars drove down real slow. Whoa. Play that forgotten song Randolph's coming on strong And the newsman sang his same song Wasn't that a nice ride? Yeah. Memory Lane, 1973, Golden Earring. They were uh, the Netherlands' answer to the Beatles back in the 1960s. And I don't have the record anymore, but I had a promo copy of a Capitol release. And it had the guys dressed up, yeah, like they were Brits and so on, meet Golden Earring or something, or meet the Golden Earring. And um, I think they bombed as far as being the Beatles or the Netherlands answer to being the Beatles, but uh, uh, they first charted in 1973, and they did it with this song off their album. I think it was called Radar Love, but title cut. I had I remember driving around as a 16-year-old in 1973 with a 8-track player in my Ford Falcon convertible listening to Golden Earring on 8-track. And I had the album on vinyl, too. But um, That's pretty cool. Yeah. Was the Ford Falcon any fast? Was it fast? No. It's okay. Neither is my Subaru. No, it wasn't fast. It was, uh, but I could drive with the top down and and play some music. That how was the air conditioning. The tires were bald, but I didn't care. How was the How was the sound system? It was my own uh, AM radio, so it was lousy. Oh. Uh, I, I bought a cheap eight track player somewhere and mounted it, cut out. Uh, some space on the front panels, you know, on the side, by the, you know, on the sidewalls, not, not on the doors, but on the sidewalls. And I put the speakers there. I think it was a radio shack unit, to be honest with you. And it sounded pretty good. Cool. Yep. So the car didn't last much longer after that, but darn it. Gosh, darn it. If you couldn't play your music, you'd Uh, find a way. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes, uh, just sometimes to appease your mom, I would, uh, Go out of the house and drive around and play some music because she just wasn't in the mood to hear anything. Uh, that's one of the reasons fair. why I miss her. Yeah. <laughs> miss, Seriously. Miss her getting annoyed. Yeah. Yeah, all that stuff, it, it adds up. I mean, you, you, even the annoyances and so on you miss because, you know, you don't, you know, I'm lonely, technically, um, and sad, you know. 
I uh, went to visit a friend and his wife, uh, lifelong friends of 50 years thereabouts, to watch an Orioles game on TV a couple weekends ago on a Saturday. And I talked to Joanne more than I talked with Rick. Joanne was, I mean, Rick wasn't happy with that. But I just missed female conversation. Hmm. Um, but, you know, God bless them. They invited me over, fed me well. All right. And the Orioles won that day. All right. In Kansas City. All right. All right. So, anyway, uh, that was Radar Love. And what was before that? Oh, uh, It's Immaterial. Uh, yeah, It's Immaterial. I have that CD. and It's, it's a really good album. It is. And that song, that version of that song is on there, too. Yeah, yeah. So this isn't just Ed's Funky Diner by Immaterial, but it's Ed's Funky Diner, the, the Kind Holes ca- Caper. Yeah, it's, it's in other words, it's a caper. remix. It's what? It's a remix. Oh, okay, cool. The long version. Yeah, it's it's great. Yep. I mean, yeah. man, they that album really is great. Like, yeah. the whole... Uh, yeah. And the... Uh, a remix of driving, driving away from home. Yeah, there's like the miles or more. The dead man's curve. Yeah, uh, remix or version of that song. Yeah, it's it's such a good album. Absolutely, so. they call it sophista pop. So stuff like stuff like XTC. It's immaterial. Nick Lowe. No, oh, Nick uh, Lowe. Elvis absolutely. Costello. Yeah, even Lou, like that. even Lou Reed was. Sof- Fista pop. It's a yeah. Fista. I don't think it's meant to be derogatory. So, I know, but they have subcategories for everything. It's just rock and roll. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's still rock and roll to me. Sorry, I had to throw that yeah, in Yeah, we started the set off uh, with a song from the Far Away So Close soundtrack. And uh, Lou Reed actually appeared in the movie along with Mikhail Gorbachev and Willem Dafoe and the lovely Natasha Kinski. And Nick Cave? And and Peter Falk. Peter Falk was in the movie. Tell and, me about that movie. What's that all about? It's about angels, and I'll leave it at that. The, Is that the one that you have on Laserdisc? Um, I have this one on far away on DVD. I have Wings of Desire on Laserdisc. Oh. And Peter Falk's in both the movies. Interesting. Yeah, Mr. Peter Falk. You know, and, he, and the Germans... Yeah, you know, where the sh- movie was filmed was, uh, yeah, you know, he was addressed by the German fans as, uh, Columbo. Columbo. And, uh, the song is, Why Can't I Be Good? And, uh, I have to ask my that, myself that sometimes, Why Can't I Be Good? Because I know that every day I stumble and fall. Don't we all? Yeah, exactly. So that's just a rhetorical question, I think. Why can't I be good? Yeah, Lou Reed had a lot of good introspective stuff in his repertoire. You know, the guy on the cover of this kind of looks like the guy from Elf. The the dad from Elf. A little bit. But J- I guess that's a stretch. James Conn? I guess. A little bit. A little yeah. bit. Maybe maybe just uh maybe just the wrinkles. Yeah. I don't know. So yeah, Lou Reed and that uh, just the uh, movie came out and I don't know if it was any on any other album, but it was on the soundtrack to Far Away So Close. 1993, I think. 1993. So I jumped 20 years from 93 back to 73 in this set, but that's okay. I apologize. And the middle was 1986. That's correct. 
So we're doing a little bit of a roller coaster ride, peaks and valleys, folks. Yeah, we. So we're going to play some more music on this birthday edition. Yeah. Dad's birthday edition of the win-win situation podcast. Well, no, I'm not wasted. I just didn't read the directions taking uh, Claritin today. Wow, you're overdosed. I didn't overdose. I took two instead of one. So, and I'm, I'm that sounds like a overdose. I'm tired though. It, um, yeah, I've been talking with Medicare today. I'm pharmacist. I need my medication. I haven't had them. This is the third week, and uh, the big, the big national uh, uh, prescription people owned by a big health insurance company, big pharma. They, they failed me, so I'm getting an order from Big Pharma. This is not failed. a plug for Northern Pharmacy, but Northern Pharmacy at Harford Road, Northern Parkway. Going there to there tomorrow, so I can take my meds, start the dose for the week. So, all right, local yeah. businesses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Going back to local businesses, and this is how communities will be rebuilt. It's not going to be by big businesses. And I read a little bit about that book. I read the contrast between Walmart, Kmart, and Jimmy's Pizza down in High Point, North Carolina, about the contributions they made to their community and what their businesses were technically worth in terms of real estate, I think. Yeah, I just read that today, too. I was really amazed. So I think any reversal of the economy is going to take place by we the people, and it's going to start with small businesses. Don't forget that. It's the small businesses that make this country great, not the large ones. And don't support the great reset by shopping the big boxes. So there. All right. Next set. Next set. Well, this is the song that just started playing in the car before we got here, but we couldn't listen to it in the car, so I figure we'll listen to it right now. This is Soon by My Bloody Valentine.
truth for the Thank you.
That was a fun run. Yeah, very fun. Yeah, a couple Beatles uh, influences there. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Max Sturm showed me that band. Teenage Fan Club. They've been around for a long time. Yep. Are they still around? Are they still playing? I don't know. I think that they were probably from late 80s, early 90s mostly. Actually, they, they had a go of it all through the 90s, but I think that the the general public was into other things like new metal and stuff. So power pop kind of faded out and teenage fan club was kind of close to like Brit pop, like the, uh, Oasis and, yeah. and blur a little blur. bit. Yeah. But they weren't quite the same as, and like, you know, those other groups were more popular. So teenage fan club was never quite mainstream. However, their music is very good, though, and very melodic and very Beatles-esque. Very Beatles-esque. And before that, uh, XTC from their album, God Bless You, Wasp Star. Thank you. Apple Venus Volume 1, or I'm sorry, Volume 2, The Church of Women. Now, take it for what it's worth, but... Oh, that's that Sophistapop band, it, XTC, right? They are Sophistapop. Yeah. Sophistapapa. And I am a Sophistapapa. Sophistapapa. Is, so, uh, is this pop? The Church of Women. Yeah, the Beatle influence just oozes from this band and has pretty much, I think, from their uh, uh, Black Sea album forward. You know, they were sort of like, proto-punk and so on with uh, uh, uh oh, i can't remember the name of their first first two or three albums they had but uh, uh there was one called drums and wires drums one and wires one uh black and white uh cover yeah something yeah, like that yeah. and i have them on vinyl but i just don't like them as much as i like them from black sea on through pretty much the end of their run i don't think they're done but uh, I think they're being very selective with uh, what they do do. Whoa, do do. Interesting. Yeah. Speaking of which, I just cleaned out the cat box today. Thank you. How much litter do we have left? We have one and a half containers left. Okay, I have to buy some more. So the first song in that set was called "Soon" by My Bloody Valentine, and that was I like that too. Yeah, I liked it as well. The thing about those those uh, songs, they call them shoegaze, is that it's very noisy but kind of dreamy. Uh, yeah. Uh, but they were very, very loud live. But while it's recorded, it's kind of just like a nice warm blanket of sound. Yeah. And any sort of minor changes <clears throat> that are made with the riffs, you can you can discern a lot better because there's so much repetition. So that makes it pretty cool. There's, it's kind of minimalist in a way. It's, it's like minimalist and maximalist in a way at the same time. Hello, my name is Minimum Maximal and welcome to my car lot. Can yeah. I put you in a small car or a large car? Can I put you in a minimal car or a maximal car? Exactly. Would you like minimal gas mileage or Maximus gas mileage. And I'm going to bother you so much, I'm going to be a pain in your gluteus minimus maximus. 
Wow. You should be a car salesman. I should be a stand-up comic or a comic writer or something. Comic book writer. Yeah. No, not comic book. Um, yeah. Yeah, I, I just don't see how people like Larry David and Seinfeld and so on and uh, and Rob Reiner with us. Oh, Spinal Tap and remake is in the works. Uh, I'm sorry, sequel. Cool. 40 years after the fact. I wonder if it'll be any good. I wonder how many drummers might blow up in this new movie. I hope at least three. I hope so. Hopefully you, hopefully they'll contact you to be in the movie. That'd be cool. I but should keep my hair long for that. It'd be, it'd be very cool if when their 40th anniversary comes up, which I think is in next year or the year following. They have seven hours of stuff that never made it to the movie. They should come out with a package. I'll be the first in line to buy it. I will pay not a lot of money, but good money to buy the darn thing if they come out with a package, the complete, this is Spinal Tap. Hmm. All right. Well, you heard it here first. The now, folks here the, over there at Spinal Tap listening. Just just an idea. Just an idea, son. It's the marketing guy in me uh, you know, just blabbing away. But nothing wrong with that. Business minded. So where, where are you going to the where are you going to church on Sunday? I'm going to the church of women. No, I don't think so. No, I'm going to Timonium Presbyterian Church where we still believe. Yep, yep. always. Yep. You have to. Yep, it's okay.
Today, our Supreme Protector warns that due to dwindling world energy and protein resources, plus the increasing violence of the food riots, there is now a grave concern for the future of this planet of a life-supporting ecosystem.
Beautiful dancing. <laughs> yeah, nobody's fault but Mon. But Mon. But Mon. Dred Zeppelin Mon from their album Five Million. I think that was their second record, if I'm not mistaken. I think it is. Yep. And uh, nobody's fault but Mon. 1991. Led Zeppelin song Mon. Did I tell you? So I saw him at Hammer Jacks. I, I mentioned that before, but it was a fun show. Where's Hammer Jacks? It was down in South Baltimore in an old BG&E warehouse. It was a great spot. 
it was a lot of fun. Been down there a lot of times. For music acts, all the Neville Brothers there, the Divinals, Alana Miles, Dread Zeppelin, and others. Many, many, many others. And uh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. So yeah, it was a reggae cover, another reggae cover of a Zeppelin song done by Tort Elvis and Company. What nice. about the children? Yeah, isn't that song funny? I liked it. And then it hits the middle parts, which I, I think are just unnecessary, like the Hitler thing. Uh, it gets to, like, the Hitler thing. and then But the, uh, like, the, uh, uh, I saw the souls, I saw the martyrs, I heard them crying, I heard them shouting. They were dressed in white. They've been told to wait. They were in hunger, you know, and so on and so forth. It was yeah, so, was that a Revelation excerpt there, too? Yeah, sort of, and I think that's what, I think they were talking about the grave new world that might be ahead of us, but I don't think it's going to happen as late as 2045. Yeah, right. I think uh, I think it's unfolding right now. I don't want to scare anybody, but, and it, it's one of the reasons why I still believe, and, and you know, I, I, I get into heated discussions with, my conservative friends and I, 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 I don't lean as far right as some might believe, but I know some who do. And uh, a guy who's becoming a very close friend, he, he's just so wound up tight. I love the guy dearly, and I, I say, you need to chill. God is on the throne, and I sleep at night knowing that the world can collapse like that tomorrow. And yeah, it'll be terrifying, but God is on the throne, and that's where I'll leave it. I don't want to go into uh, expository preaching or anything like that because I'm not qualified, but it's just a simple fact. Yeah. I still believe. Certainly. And uh, and that was by the call, right? Yep. From 1983, 84, I saw them open for Peter Gabriel around that time. Nice. Yep, and um, yeah, good band. Uh, yeah, they had some success. Uh, they were more of a supporting act than a headliner, unless you know they played at small clubs and stuff. Yeah, but I had made a playlist at work, and one of my coworkers, her name is Robin. She works up at the bar. She recognized the call when when they came on. Cool. She was like, "Is this the call? I haven't heard them in years." It is the call. Yeah, and uh, I think it was uh, "Let the Day Begin" that I had on the uh, yeah on the playlist. Yeah, so yeah, that was the '80s group. The Raw Band was also '80s. Uh, Raw had a few hits. That was not one of them, but I thought that it was pretty groovy. Probably a little long-winded, but still a groovy song for the most part. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and uh, it was released in 1985, I believe. Wow. And yeah, so a little, little variety there. And uh, isn't that where I started the set? With, uh, with the call? Yeah. It was indeed. Okay. And, you know, since your birthday, birthday guy, would you like to open this next set with something? I would love to open this set with something and um, going back to the repo man soundtrack all right uh, this song just might trigger some people especially art aficionados who are big fans of 
Pablo Picasso. Oh, oh my. I'm going to get triggered. Some people try to pick up girls, get called an asshole. This never happened to Pablo Picasso. Why he could walk down the street, girls could not resist his stare. Pablo Picasso was never called an asshole. Picasso was never called an asshole. Subsequently, Pablo Picasso was never called an asshole.
Come home, Timo Burnett from his rockability. Rock, rockability. Hey, now, new word, rockability. All right, I like that. Rockability classic from 1980, Truth Decay. Come home. Yeah, another song about women. So you know what's on my mind. I miss mine. Hmm. Uh, yeah, good, great song, great song. And before that, we heard? Essex Boys. Uh, are they from Eastern Baltimore County, Hoyne? Yep. Are they really? Uh-huh. Hang around the ex's house and uh, and uh, Aero Motors Hoyne. And Something they, like that. they go to Gersbeck for steamed shrimp. Something around Merritt Boulevard. Somewhere around, is that what they're called really? Essex Boys? Well, that's the name of the song. The The group is called the Dead Ringers. <laughs> Are they a local band? Yep. God bless them. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. They're a lot of fun. Yeah, I, uh, I've seen... Uh, uh, Disney uh, satirized in a tattoo. They had the uh, the towers at the Back River Wastewater Treatment Plant, uh, you know, in the tattoo. And in Disney uh, 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 font, it said Dundalk. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. Essex Boys, one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's really nothing wrong with Essex or Dundalk. I Not at all. Lived in Essex for six years, and you... Uh, the practice spaces in Essex. Yeah, the practice spaces in Essex, and uh, and uh, and and, uh, and uh, you went to school at CCBC Dundalk. 
And CCBC Essex. And CCBC Essex. Even the CCBC Essex is more like White Marsh and Harry Hall area. But still. Excuse me, sir, but that's known as Nottingham. Oh, Nottingham. Uh, maybe we can call it Snottingham. Snottingham. But uh, Nottingham is, is basically the area from the county, city county line on Route 1 all the way up through White Marsh. And, 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 and even where GNA is, for Pete's sake. It, uh, what it, does GNA stand for? Uh, it stands for, it each is an initial for the founders of the business. General and admission. No, no, maybe George and uh, Amos. Whatever. I don't know. But we love GNA. So if any fans of GNA are listening, we love the place. Uh, we love we we love Andy and his food and his and it, team. And it's my dad's birthday for Pete's sake. And it's my birthday, so you gotta give me some. Gonna give me some slack, man. Yeah. How about a birthday discount? A birthday mailer. Speaking of birthday mailers, did you get a birthday mailer from uh, where we're going? No. I'm Dude, sorry. I don't. I don't think they have those, but. There have been birthday mailers sent out by Earthwood and Fire, and I've gotten two of them. I didn't get one. I know. I don't know what it is. but They have my information. When people bring them in, they're focused on spending as little money as possible. So I had a family of three last night. But but do they tip on full value? That's the problem. Maybe the family last night did. Uh, Let's see. Well, after their mailer... Yeah, I guess they did tip on full value. But still, it doesn't make much difference when the bill is like, uh, I think without the mailer, it would have been like $27. Okay, and with the mailer? $17. A family of three? How can you feed a family of three on that much, so little money? Well, the parents wanted to split a burger. Oh, that's ridiculous. Yeah. We don't split no stinking burgers. Yeah, it, it is what it is. But some some nights are just like that. But it's all right. Did my favorite couple stop by last night? Jim and Sally? No. Oh, the Rosenbergs? No. You have to bleep that out when you edit it. Oh. <laughs> oh, you mean the uh, the Rothschilds? That's that, that's the favorite couple. The no, bil- they did not come in. Your favorite couple did not come in last night. The Bilderbergers. Yeah, something like that. The Bilderbears. Yeah. Uh, Let's build a pizza. Yeah. We'll, we'll have to do Mod sometime. Yeah. That okay. sounds like a good idea. So This is not an advertisement for Mod. I mean, when we talk food, we're talking food. There's no advertising involved here. Yeah, we just like food. Yeah, and lots of it. And we like birthdays. And I made food, too. I made a casserole last week. And <laughs> hey, that sounds pretty good. Cool. So the casserole turned out really well. It did. So gonna, thank you for making that. Are you going to finish it? Yeah. I can't think about another one until this other one's gone. Okay. I didn't know if you wanted any more of it. I might want a little bit of it. Just save a sliver for me. Okay. And, uh, half for you, half for me. I don't think I'll go heavy on the cheese anymore, but uh, it's, it was good while it lasted. Yeah. Uh, you know. I'm it's, just, it's I'm just experimenting. It's all good. Yeah. I'm, I'm experimenting. Yeah, you, you try, you learn, you yeah. keep doing. Fired up that oven more in the last few months and has probably been fired up in a long time. <coughs> well, no, Maggie <coughs> would cook a lot of chicken. 
a lot yep, of yep, uh, yep. a lot of meal preps. <laughs> yep. So, yep. Happy birthday once thank, again. Th- thank you, son. Well, to to close the show, I I did want to play one more song on your birthday. Go right ahead. Okay, cool. Because it's a song I've never listened to all the way through. All right. Well, bring it. All right. Well, this is Happy Birthday by Stevie Wonder. Bye, bye, everybody, and uh, thanks for listening. And uh, and uh, you never know, we might be, uh, according to uh, Tiante, we might be able to go live soon. So yeah, next time we're on. I know next week is Fourth of July. Fingers crossed. No, we're not doing it Fourth of July. No, No. but the week after sounds mighty. Promising, mighty, mighty promising. That would be July eleventh. Yep. So, be on the lookout for announcements. Yeah. But until then, happy birthday. Happy birthday. Thank you, son. You're welcome. I love you. To every, I love you too. Oh, that's good. Happy birthday to everybody listening.